It's not ideal to be doing a uh, stupid music podcast from where are you? I'm in uh, Sevilla, Spain. Ah, jeez. Yeah. yeah, that's that's a great way to start the episode. What are you doing? It's just traveling. Um, I've been with my my sister, my partner, and my mom. Caleb, or my friend Caleb and uh, and Devin were here as well for a couple of weeks. I saw them in Granada and Barcelona, so that was fun. Been to Granada, Barcelona, Madrid, and now we're in Sevilla. We go back to Madrid for the last leg of the trip next week. Okay. It's, been, right it's been a lot of tapas, a lot of beer, not a lot of music. Didn't get to listen to shit, but I did get to listen to these stupid-ass Stone Roses albums. Hope you guys enjoyed this month's music. All right, I'd so rather- this is... Go ahead, Perry. What? Do it. What? <laughs> I was just going to say, I would rather rather be drinking beer than tapas than last month's music and Stone Roses. So yeah, you're winning, yeah, so, sir. <laughs> so this is, is it worse than 311? Somebody make the kitten noises. <laughs> and uh, we got Robert <laughs> back in case anybody hasn't figured out. He's in Spain. And uh, last week, we were supposed to do our end of the month roundup for January 2023, but... Uh, I, I got horribly, horribly, horribly ill. I'm probably still sick. Honestly, uh, stomach doesn't feel good. Doctors think it's a virus, but it's like, it's gone. It's gone ish. I pooped, you know, I I stopped puking. I stopped shitting water while puking water at the same time. And then I pooped. Solidly. Like solidly. Okay. Yeah, but not today. So that's still, I'm still worried. Um, I just ate some McDonald's. That's great. Ooh, a lot of so fiber prob- in there, that's, man. Yeah, that's not a good, that's not a good thing either. It's just like the only thing was like right there. It was like, fuck, I need to do this. I need to eat something or I'm going to die. So um, yeah, that's where we're at. So last week we didn't do our end of the month roundup. So real quick. Just going to do a, a real fast. Sorry, Robert. I, I know you weren't planning on doing an end of the month roundup. You wanted to talk about Stone Roses, a band that I didn't even make a cocktail for. My cocktail was fucking X-Lax and water. Watery but, shit in your You know vomit. what? It seems accurate, right? For this. Yeah. Yeah. Just throw a bunch <laughs> of X-Lax in a fucking <laughs> a glass Cute. of water and see what comes out. Cue the get, Dumb get and Dumber the, gif. Like. <laughs> yeah, you got to get the other kind, not the X-Lax. The X-Lax hurts, I found out. That stuff's just like stimulants for your stomach. You need to get the stuff that gets water into your stomach. Mm, absorb uh, and release. Like a softener. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Miralax, I think it's called, or something like that. That that so, would be one. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's used one to be them. prescription. Yeah, they wrote me a fucking prescription, right? They fucking wrote this thing out. They asked me where my fucking pharmacy was and shit. And I was like, well, I guess the closest one is here, you know? So they wrote this thing out, told me to go to the fucking pharmacy that's near my house. And I walk up there and I hand them. I didn't look at it. You know, they just handed it to me. They said they were giving me something for nausea and something for the fucking, uh, the blockage. And then like, I walk up there and hand it to them and they're like, yeah. This is Miralax. It's in the fucking. It's over there on the shelf. Like cool. You're like what? That's fine. Can I get me. my my four hundred dollars back for that doctor's visit or? Uh, so no, I mean, they took blood at least. They ran blood work. It's not like you know. They <laughs> okay, well, wasn't even a real doctor. That makes a little sense, I guess, but that's still stupid. Like four only four hundred, I guess, for America. <laughs> Out of pocket. 
Yep. Hot pocket. Uh, hot pocket. Thought I was going to have to go to the hospital. But anyways, the end of the month roundup for January. Here's I'm going to round it up real quick. It sucked. January <laughs> sucked, okay? It's, it sucked. There's I got nothing. The uh, only, like I was telling uh, Robert, the only one that was like interesting that came out of nowhere was the Little Yachty album. It was so was, unexpected. Yeah, that's <laughs> only because it was super unexpected. And it, it was interesting. Great. It was yeah, interesting, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I'm not mad about it. In fact, it's probably the best thing he's ever made. That is pr- absolutely uh, the best thing that Lil Yachty's well, ever made. I listened to it twice, the first time for okay. listening to it. And the second time, I got super blazed, put it on, and built a Lego bonsai little thing. And didn't even realize I listened to the entire album. So it it flowed in a weird way but i don't know if i'd ever listen to it again (laughs) i'm not trying to listen to it i'm not trying to stop anybody from listening to it either exactly yeah so that's cool i guess uh there was a king tough album that was meh yeah is that Uh, like thin like redhead british dude that's got a really deep voice uh I don't know about any of those facts or not facts that you just said about this artist that I know as King Tough, and that's it. They do rock and roll music in like an indie garage fashion, I suppose. Uh, that's all I got for you. Garage. I don't remember the voice being very deep either. No, that's not the that's not the same guy. My bad. I just... are, you, are you talking about Ed Sheeran? No, no, no. It's a different. No, it's a different like indie famous dude that's got like a. Real, you know how there's like those British dudes that will be like milk toast, one hundred pounds, and they like have really deep voice. You don't know that's what they are until you see them. Like I don't, I'm trying to think of other artists like that, but like you see them, you're like, why are you like? Why are you always talking about Black Midi? (laughs) (laughs) What is that? There you have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you have it. Rick Astley. He's like (laughs) a hundred pounds wet. He's never gonna give you up, man. Just naming pale redhead people from that side of the fucking water. That's like, true. Is he even basic? He's probably not even basic. He's not. Uh, here you no, have not it. really. Um, okay, where the fuck was I? Shut the fuck up. I'm going to do this real quick. Iggy Pop did a terrible album. He's a neo-punk. It was bad. It was real bad. Perry? <laughs> when did he turn to Rex Manning, dude? There was like two tracks where it sa- sounded straight up like Rex Manning from Ka- fucking Empire Records, dude. I was it's, blown away. That's Rex Manning Day. Uh, Robert's favorite, Bell and Sebastian, put out an album that was just an album. That's great. Did You didn't even listen to it, did you, Robert? Nope, never had a chance. Uh, Guided by Voices put out two albums for some reason. Can you tell the difference between them? I can't. Don't care. Uh, John Cale crawled out of a grave and decided to make an album that was very awkward. It was, it was, I I thought it was going to be great for like five minutes. And then I was like, no, this is not my favorite thing at all. Uh, Brainy, the old hardcore band Brainiac put out an EP or I suppose it's an album. It's nine songs. It's there. It is. They're a band. They're still doing that thing. The CIA, Ty Seagal and his wife. Huh? Awkward. Just weird. I don't know like, how that like, one went. There was a bunch of drum um, machine. There was points where it was like, okay, okay, that's cool. Uh-huh. And then uh-huh. it would dive right into something. I was like, oh, what is happening now? Or like, uh, there's that surgery song that was just 
I think that, that was one in particular that there was like a section where I was like, okay, that, oh no, 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 because then they started screaming like whatever. Oh, <laughs> just in general, the guitar over the top of the drum machine was awkward for that album, and it just didn't work all that great. Uh, what else do we got? That's it. Based on death, I think put out my favorite album last month, and I don't like that band. I've never heard of that. Uh, band yeah, before, that was an interesting a, one. That's a silly parody name. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, and their album or their music sounds like silly parody music. Speaking of silly parody music, fuck the end of the month. There it is for anybody wondering. There was also an album by this artist called Death Prod that I liked. It's like dark ambient. That stuff's cool. It's fine. I uh, want to say one thing before this segment ends, and that shit, is the boy. only new music I listened to was a song called Curry Rice by Kenji Endo, and it came out in 1971, and it's Japanese folk song <laughs> about eating curry rice with your cat while you watch TV, and it was great, and I recommend it. So anyway, oh, man, I do love some Japanese over. curry. So I'm into that. Okay, here we go with the horse of three eleven. Stone roses. That's what we're talking about. That was the end of that segment. That was a segment right there. We just ended it. That's how we do that here. Real, real good, smooth transitions. We're going into the episode now. And there's this band, like, I don't know, mid-80s, somewhere in, in the UK, probably, right? UK? Is that where they're... Feels from? like it. Sure. And these guys call themselves the Rolling Stone Roses. Wait, the Stone... Fucking... <clears throat> stone Roses. Hooray. Uh, this sucks. <laughs> we were we were looking for shorter shorter discographies because of Robert being out of town and... Honestly, this is getting exhausting doing this week after week after week. So we were trying to like, you know, find a way to wrap it up a little bit quicker, blah, blah, blah. And uh, Robert suggested us the Stone Roses as the name that I'd heard, but I was kind of unfamiliar with. Turns out these guys only made two albums, huh? Yeah, dude. two albums. Thumbs That's up. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think this is cool because we haven't really been able to talk about and, or I'm just learning about from this, I guess, uh, even though I was sort of aware of it, the style called Madchester. Madchester. Mad, because they're mad. You know, they're mad lads. They're mad lads. Mad lads. Uh-huh. They're mad libs. Uh, Except they're not. The <laughs> so I, we kind of got close to this stuff when we were talking about New, New order, order because New Order sort of was in this this vibe of like uh they're different because they're more electronic, but I guess the Madchester scene I see that I'm freezing up over here. Can you guys see me? Yeah, we can yeah, your your yeah. vocals sound a little weird now, but Okay. That's but we can hear you. Uh, the the Madchester scene comes from these clubs in Manchester, obviously, the that uh I don't know, it was like independent dance rock fusion shit, right? This is the beginning of uh of like techno music, UK house music, stuff like that, but at the same time they're trying to incorporate new ideas of of this electronic music into it and you get bands like uh the Blue Mondays which were on uh, factory records with with New Order. That's the New Order uh, label. Um, fuck, I don't know any of these other bands. All right, I don't give I don't give a shit about these bands. A lot of this this scene ended up breaking up into like 
UK beat music, music, um, or or bands like Britpop bands like Blur or Oasis kind of came from this. You get elements of shoegaze shoe that started like really taking off out of this scene. It, it was a very short lived moment in music and somehow stone roses get thrown in there as being this mad chester band what fucks me up is that stone roses are like a shitty just 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 like a average late 80s early 90s alternative rock band and even average i think is kind of giving them like a little more credit than they fucking deserve when we get into talking about it but you know you put out two albums and you got a name for yourself so i guess we'll leave it at that the 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 scene has like it's I can't tell if it's the train spotting soundtrack <laughs> or the snatch soundtrack or the, or the yeah fucking like, snatch yep yep but they just take like the worst parts of those types of like like UK drum beats you know the like it sounds like bongos doing a loop drum machine thing and and then they add it to their boring ass alternative rock I don't. Dude, fucking get it. I can't. And Stone Roses stand, I, don't even do it that much. There's only so much I can take of clean, like chorus driven, like chords with like little fills and shit throughout where you're just like, oh, no, like it's so drowning. The, I literally thought it was like if somebody had was like thinking like Oasis and Joy Division. And <laughs> that was before I did any research. So it was very. Very fitting that they kind of well, fit right in that spot too. <laughs> I think that's the this funny band part. seems like it gave way to bands like Third Eye Blind yep. and uh, Faith Collective Three or Soul Collective or the fuck shit. that name name of that. Well, and, and, and even things like Corner Shop, which is like a almost a DJ band, but it still has that sort of beat music sound to it and sort of alt, alt world music. But the first album still leans toward a more shoegaze environment. It's not super electronic. There's some like fuzz to the to the guitar in the beginning, uh, but this, this what I don't understand. I don't understand why this band decided to release a second album. First of all, and second of all, they're incapable of creating a coherent narrative. This first album would be fine if it ended <laughs> a track like seven, maybe. <laughs> it hits eight, nine, and then it starts going towards the jammy. Uh, 90s clean guitar acoustic oh. sound and it's not as bad or noticeable on the back half of the first album but it comes out of like their their big single which has like 170 million listens is the first track and that's like closer to MBV and Black Tambourine and you name a shoegaze band than it is to whatever the fuck the last track is which sounds I, like it's ripped right out of a heist film by Guy I, Ritchie I know the song I Want to Be Adored it's because a good song. It is played by other bands that I like. It is mm. a good song, and it it is like it definitely has that fucking early My Bloody Valentine sort of feel to it. There's like a a just this sludgy distortion, this like fuzzy, like overly fuzzy guitar that drives, and you hear there are little like embellishments, like little wee woos going on in there, but it's not Busy. to the point. Yeah, because this band, something happens between the first album and the second album, where all of a sudden the guitar playing is just atrociously generic show-off bullshit, and I don't know how it happens. Not even show-off, it's just like, stop doing so many fills there, Dad. 
We don't need we don't need your fucking blues shit going on. I mean, these guys, their first album is closer to like twee music too, you know, like Bell and Sebastian and shit. And like, it has some character, but like they, they, I mean, this is, this, this suffers from like JFK got shot syndrome, like just die. You know what I mean? Like we say, what would have happened if JFK had lived? What would the presidency be like? It probably would have been bad. Right. But he didn't make it that far. So we have this glorified story but the second coming is such an atrocious album and it's so bad like it's one of the worst pieces of music i've ever heard and like and and this is coming from like a, i can't i i spent 10 a decade in new orleans i went to jazz fest i've seen that band what they were doing live by bands that know how to do it and so it's just like you hear this jam band just doodly doodly noodly noodling their way through song after song and it's just like, what, what? How could this band have made this record after making the first half of the last record? I just don't understand. Like, did the did the did the band change members? Like, I didn't read about them because I was just so upset after I heard the second I think they did. album. Okay, I think. They well, did. then that makes sense. If they changed, they were like, well, "Well, we're gonna get a black New Orleans band, and we're gonna ask them to play white was- jazz or whatever." It's I, I don't like. <laughs> I'm just so oh, mad. A white blues music. Like, can you there, guys tune it down and take the soul out of this? A, apparently, when they first started, there was a bunch of singles. They had a record contract, and the uh, first record came out, but then it had like they got there were some issues where they like pulled it, and they wound up in legal battles. <laughs> For like five years. Okay. So that's why there's a big gap in between the albums too. It's because there was these, all these legal battles that they had to go through. I I think some people left in the middle, in the midst of that. But I think I need to point out about this first album. And what I I think is hilarious is you being like the first half of that, but really goes, I want to be adored, which is the only song I actually like. Um, and then into she bangs the drums, which is okay. It's okay for like I I don't know what you call this music, but it sounds like many other songs that came out at that time. Uh, Jesus and Mary Chain, Psychic TV type of shit. And then Super it goes into animals. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a little bit later, but still, you the same vibe. Uh, then it goes into waterfalls, right? So that's song three, and by this song, I'm like, this has already slowed down and, like, petered out a little bit. It's already kind of, like, struggling to keep up with itself. And then the very next song, Don't Stop, is Waterfalls played backwards. They just turn the fucking tape back. So, really, the first half of the fucking, like, and after that, that's when it gets fucking dull. Like, real doll. It's like they had three songs, and they're like, fuck, how do we extend this? I don't know, flip it backwards, let's put some other songs on there. Let's play Scarborough Fair, how about that? Except it won't be Scarborough Fair. It won't be Art and Simon Simon Paul Funkel. Fucking, it's gonna be, it's just gonna be our version. There's so many songs by these people that I'm just like, that's another song. Yeah, you guys really like uh, 80s British music of specific types. Like, yeah, there's songs where it's like, hey, let's load on a Johnny Marr riff. And you're like, ah, it's cool. You guys like the Smiths? Like, that's neat. Like, of course you do. It's 1989. The one dude played with uh, Johnny Marr. Makes sense. They they had a band right before the Smiths, I think. 
that was a it focused on a Manchester funk style, which if a, a British guy ever tells you he's going to play you some funk, just 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 walk away. Just smile, be polite and leave because that's not what they're going to play you. Um, God damn, it's not not OK. It's just none of this is for this sucks. This fucking sucks. And the fact that the first album's almost good. Uh, there's a song called I Am the Resurrection. Oh, yeah. uh, so that's like most of these songs are between four and five minutes long. And then you get to I Am the, the Resurrection and it's a four minute song that all of a sudden turns into a fucking 1990s James Bond action scene <laughs> at the end with like wah guitars and fucking bongos. And then the next the ending track, oh, the- which is one of their hits. Yeah, fool's gold. Fool's gold. I found the diamond. I found the diamond in the van. Nine fucking minutes. Yeah, I didn't realize it was that long. Minutes of bongos and fucking nonsense. Cheesy. Like, is this like jazz guitar meant to be rock and roll? I don't know what this fucking shit is. Is this the band Fishbone? Has in, has living color shown up to fucking show me their culture personality? What the fuck is happening? I wanted to spin listen doctors. to Corner Shop, dude. I wanted to listen to Corner Shop. That's what I, I want to listen to. Spin Doctors. Oh. Okay, <laughs> been a whole lot easier without that bitch around. That's the opening words to a Spin Doctors song. Wonderful. Can't fuck with Spin Doctors, man. Fucking. <laughs> feel like i got a pocket full of kryptonite over here or something there's no joy in any of this music and and the thing about it is like like you say i guess you're right the first three or four tracks maybe that's where it's in but there's there's still moments throughout the album that i felt like still had some energy they still referenced sort of the sonic space that they were trying to occupy with their single which seems like the only song they wrote that's fun. Like you said, the first one, I want to be adored or whatever. It seems like they're still trying to like capture that. And then like they released the fool's gold at the end, which has nothing to do with the album at all. It's completely (laughs) removed. And then they release an album that's just that song, but 10 times worse every song after it. Like it just keeps uh getting worse from there. It's like, that was their, that they, they picked that song and they were like, how do we make this worse? Do we make it? Do we steal roots music from America and ruin that? Because we'll do that for the next every song. Oh, can we do a Led Zeppelin song? I'm glad you were able to find sort of the song I was thinking of, but like, it's a rip. It's it's, a dead rip. Tears is a rip. It's not just a. It is a rip of like five Led Zeppelin songs. Yeah, blatantly. Like literally, it starts off as uh, what was the song that I posted in chat? Mm. Fuck him. Like, uh, over the hills and through the woods or to yeah, grandmother's it house st- it starts off with over, over the, the hills mo- and far over away the hills yeah the to grandmother's house we go over the, <laughs> them our hills but it's played wrong over right yonder. like you can tell that it's that but it's played wrong and then when it gets to the change of the fucking where where like the change is gonna happen it goes into the fucking stairway to heaven uh fucking breakdown like the middle of stairway to heaven yeah and like 340 or three yep 340 or something like that yeah it made me so mad 
And then like they start throw they throw like start a guitar solo off with uh fucking something from like the Battle of Ever whatever the fuck that song is. Like they just start throwing in <laughs> It's it's like they they heard they like Led Zeppelin. They didn't want to learn to play Led Zeppelin, but they did <laughs> accidentally start playing a couple Led Ze- Zeppelin riffs because you know they're pretty easy to find if you play guitar. Like Led Zeppelin's not revolutionary guitar music here. And they were like, "Oh, that's like the beginning of Stairway to Heaven." If I went like that, but instead of going to what they go to, I'll just like make up the next chord. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You're, like. Uh- are you some kind of guitar just put anything genius? In there. Just, just change it. Instead of going, I'm going to go, see how that's different? That's I, I, I heard this, I heard this music, the second album, and I thought, like, and I can't unsee it, is this is some high school band that peaked in high school that are now like a boomer band. That like they never left their hometowns. They married their sweethearts, and they just want a free beer at one of the cool-ish bars for dads that they've been going to for forty years. And like everybody knows them, and everybody knows the shit they're about to play, and they're about to play it. And like I cannot hear them as anything other than a middling sixty-five-year-old bunch of dudes being like, oh, 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 "You guys like the zap?" And I just. I and oh, they're like you, you. You like the Rolling Stones. You like a little blues rock American style. You like the Neil Young boys. And like not, none of it is capable enough to be any of those musicians. And they're just like yeah. And they get free beers for playing the show. Like I just can't hear there's, it any other way. There's like one lady in the back that's like, you won't believe it when they do their medley of Johnny B. Good and to let the good times roll. <laughs> She's just dancing to every song, you know what I mean? Except for maybe some of the weird ones with the, like, electronic bongos in the background. Because that's not quite for her. That's for the kids. And the kids are over there, and they're, like, you know, 38. And they're like, this is awful. (laughs) They just got off their construction job, and they just want a pint of beer. They're just like, Jesus Christ, (laughs) these guys again. At least they can play play Three Doors Down for us, you know? (laughs) Play Freebird. I, I hope know. they play that Spin Doctor song about the bitch being gone. <laughs> Can't they play a new, the Mudvayne song I like? I don't know. Little this Miss, Little Miss, Little Miss Candy Bow Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just going to. This should have been about the Spin Doctors. Next week we're going to talk we about the Spin, done Spin Doctors. doctors. I wish this would have been about Black Tambourine, the band that was one band, did an, M- did an MBV style shoegaze album and then broke up forever. Like. God, but instead we get the Stone Roses. I felt I felt like this band was different. I'm just mad because I listened to the first album and I was not that mad. Like I was fine. I was like, all right, it's fine. It's whatever. And then I heard the second album. I was like, the first <laughs> album is shit because this album exists. Like if this is your anchor and this is what you threw over the overboard the ship to sink us down, kill me. This is the worst music I've ever heard. You're not even for, you're not even first stage twelve o'clock at Jazz Fest, brother. I. I just I love that they have a song on the second album called Good Times and it is obviously supposed to be let the good times roll but they again it's like they never learn to actually play the song that they're ripping off they just like guessed and then we're like that's my song now that's how I play that that's it's, well, this I, is my I own came thing. up with that yeah I came up with it I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> That was that was me. You guys ever heard the song? Let the I mean, good time. Uh, good times. You ever heard the song? Good times. 
That was me. You know, good times. Oh, yeah. Let the good times roll. No, 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 no. I don't know what that is. Never heard that before. Don't come in here trying to make a song off my shit, dude. Get out of here. My my song goes, let the good times, good times. Okay. (laughs) Oh, man. If I want to hear the good times, I want to put on the XX, dude, that the remix song, good times. God, this... This was a nightmare, and I hated it. I used two albums. <laughs> All I know is when I when I on the list it had three or whatever, and I was like, "Oh, the last one," and then I click it, and it's just like, "Oh, thank fucking Christ!" It's just remixes. I am not listening to this shit. Well, there's there's a compilation of B sides also that has like a couple extra songs here and there, but like most of it's just either different recordings of songs from the first album. Or, like, I mean, that's pretty much it. That's it. It's a lot of stuff you've already heard. The last song on the second album is another, like, so the ending of the first album makes no sense. And the second, the last song on the second album makes no sense. I was like, so why did they get this out-of-tune piano and start playing Plinky Plinky Weird? Why did they decide to do the second album that Jack White did this year for one song at the end of the album? You know? (laughs) Some dude, like, snorting or, like, clearing his throat randomly. You're like, And And like that's it's the best part of the album. It's so good. Yeah, (laughs) it really is. I'm not gonna lie. But it's also like six minutes long. Why did you do that for six minutes? That joke was done in two minutes time. Easy. Mm -hmm. Easy. You could have made that like a secret track back in the day. You know, space that out a few minutes and then have like you guys ever. Yeah, right. A little hidden track. Yeah, man. Little like like oh the trip's over. Or is it? Wow. Uh, random oh, discorded okay, piano chords. Hey, this is different. Weird. Blink, That's blink, why it's hidden blink, at the end. Blink, 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 it's, blink. it's like you guys you guys ever heard this band called the uh the Beatles? Oh dude, I did hear them. No. They have that they have that they number have, nine. They they have yeah, they have a few things like that. And there there's this one song called I think it's Wild Honey Pot or Wild Honey Pie. And it's like, you know, a couple Honey seconds in the, in the in the middle of the the white album and it sounds kind of weird and like like there's like little kids screaming and and like shit's not right and there then it ends and it's done in not 6 minutes. Honey it's pie. like that. This is supposed to the the end track here is supposed to be like a weird little footnote. It's I supposed yeah. to be a comment, not a fucking paragraph. I wish they had taken the first three minute intro part that was like birds and people like in the background and it was like and it was like a guitar that was like revving up to become not a jam band and then just threw that last track on it like at the beginning yeah so like the first three minutes i don't know if you guys remember this there's like birds chirping and it's and like the guitar is sort of warbling and it's just like a one chord maybe held for a second and then it's just like weird and i was like what's going on and then it just drops into a jam band album and i was if it had just been that keyboard (laughs) song and ended like just been six and a half minutes and then three and a half minute intro over i would have been like well this band's not that bad (laughs) that was psychedelic (laughs) whoa that's so trippy Trippy, bro. <laughs> Thanks for that piece of art. Thanks for like, can, being like, it was an hour can, and 12 minutes, guys. Can I just the second criticize, album was an hour and 12 minutes. Can I just criticize that opening, too? So oh, it's absolutely. all this fucking psychedelic nonsense, swishy-swashy shit, which is cool and fun. And then all of a sudden, 
slowly out of that noise fades in these like I don't know, some kind of African tribe drumming going on or something. And that's happening for a bit. And he hears some guitars being like, Okay, that's cool. I'm cool with that. It's, it, it's I, I could criticize a little bit the technique and like where things happen and tone and shit, but I don't need to. It's still trippy and fun. But then what it starts to get weird is we're already halfway through now. And it's been like, it's an 11 minute track. And then all of a sudden, this, like, conflicting rhythm comes in. It's not done in a way that's like, oh, this is uncomfortable. It's done in a way where they were like, okay, how do we actually get this to be a real track instead of just <laughs> noises that we faded some fucking ethnic percussion on top of? And then they're like, let's fade in the drum machine. And so they do... And the drum machine's not in time with anything else. And it's kind of awkward that this thing's just like forcing itself on top of this fucking long ass track. So like the track doesn't need to be that long. We have five minutes of worthless nothing and starting this album out, making it seem like it's going to be some grand psychedelic fucking opus. And then all of a sudden it does just drop into some Guy Ritchie fucking jam band bullshit. What do I know about diamonds? I'm just a boxing promoter. This band sucked. It was so bad. One of the last tracks, Love Spreads, is technically the last track if you ignore Fox. And that song is just a fucking monster energy can of a cock pretending to be a pickup truck pretending to be a song that thing just kicks the doors in being like oh i'm an anc bad boy a westward sitcom and like fucking almost country almost blues a pickup truck music it's just fucking pickup truck music dude even my wife like was listening like she's the one pointed out it's like wait why the fuck is it called Love Spread? Is, is, is he talking about his sister in that? And you're just like, wait a minute. <laughs> he is talking he, about he a is sister. His, he, does, he says she's my sister, doesn't he? Like, she's my Messiah's sister or some shit, too? Like, I don't remember, but it was enough I had his... Like, it's like yeah. some 311 lyrics right there. Like, what? <laughs> Cues of fucking dueling banjos. There's a there's a uh, a song called Snake Farm. I can't remember the the singer's name. Maybe it's Ray White or something like that. But it's like it's that distorted slide guitar, southern blues, swamp blues, hard rock sound. Uh, Snake Farm. You got you got to look it up. It's fucking real bad, real real bad. We would play it every now and then in the kitchen I worked in just to like piss people off. <laughs> Get out of the kitchen. Why, what are you doing in the kitchen? We're going to listen to Snake Farm then, all right? It's a reptile this, house. This is, our jam. this is our jam, son. Get out. Look, Snake Farm, pretty much nasty. Or just sounds nasty. Snake Farm, pretty much is. All right? By Ray Wiley Hubbard. There it is. Just sounds nasty. Snake Farm, it pretty much is. Yeah, and this <laughs> they put one of those songs on this shit. Justified. You ever seen the show Justified? I haven't. I've heard of it. It's good. It's a good show. I liked it. I actually, I really like that show. And I like uh, uh, Timothy Elephant Man. 
Oh, yeah. And uh, the, that whole show, though, I mean, it takes place like southern Midwestern America. And every single time they go to do anything, a slide guitar pops up with like a rattlesnake in the background. <laughs> it's like the sepia tone. It's lap steel. Breaking Bad whenever they're in Mexico. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It is the audio equivalent of Mexico being in sepia tone in media, in American media. That is exactly what that is. <laughs> Thank you, Stone Roses. You know what? Fuck them. I'm just doing uh, worse than 311 for me. Worse than 311. Oh, yeah, man. totally worse than. I've never been so disgusted at a band that I didn't know preconceived notions about was like oh okay and then it was just sheer just <laughs> utter annoyance and why did i waste my time <laughs> i'm gonna so, i'd rather listen to the little yachty albums. album again yeah i know <laughs> yeah, <it's- laughs> but only 25 percent of their albums is okay <laughs> so 75 percent isn't i was put i just put on down and all mixed up just to make sure that i was sure and i was like yeah now nah, this is better <laughs> This is better. <laughs> Just like is. Legit comparison is. to the song. I love it. <laughs> God damn. All right. I can't believe oh. I haven't said this in a while, but yeah. I'm, I'm in oh, I know. There's always agreement. some saving grace with a lot of them, but especially if it's so short of an album and so failed so I, hard. I'm I so think it hurt one them. album. I think it and hurt them. I think it, the, the fact that there is only two made it hard for us to actually because like the second one is just like laughably bad yeah and but i mean let's be real we've been doing this podcast enough times to see a, a pattern with the album changes that they'd have to be put pumping out enough albums to maybe get another little diamond in the rough again because I, that that I, look does not I feel look- like i feel like we've encountered enough where they put out a, a like not so great album early in their career, and then yeah, and then they come again. can come back, yeah. But they usually they, have a larger discography. You got to have that time in between. If they had never gotten out of legal trouble and got like dealt with whatever legal, like if they just released the first album, I wouldn't feel this way. I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't have gotten to the end and been so mad. But like because they released the second album because they thought that that was a good idea. Like this is one of those albums that you're supposed to listen to because it's like this band that was like like you know very important at a time and it released an album and don't listen to the second one but it released an album you know like and that's why it's important <laughs> but but then they were like but no we really just want to make money because we're just Oasis or whatever you know and then they Look, released the second album they, I wouldn't have been as mad I wouldn't have said what I said but the second album is so so bad that it like indicates what they meant to do with the first. It's not just that it's so bad. It's that when I, the, the ending of the first album, you know, the first album started, I was like, I like this. I like this. I'm bored. I don't like this so much. This is not doing it for me. These songs are kind of dragging. There's another song. Here's another song. Oh my God. What's with this one? That's eight minutes, but it's actually just a four minute song with Guy Ritchie at the end. And then they decide the last song to be that fucking like weird chemical brothers drum beat with fucking fake funk guitar on top of it and i was so just like baffled like the first time through the first album i got to the last track fool's gold and i was like whoa what the fuck is wrong with you what the fuck yep. what the fuck oh and I, then I, put, I was like well okay 
Okay, yeah, right. And I was fine though. Fine, fine. One one track on an album. You went ten minutes too deep. You went a little hard. Molly was really fucking popular back then in that scene. You know, you guys were rolling, so I'll just give it to you. And then the next album starts, and I, it was like, I was like, am I still listening to the same song? What? <laughs> like, my, you just, you my did family, it again? My family listened to these records with me, and like my mom, my sister, and my partner, and like every single one of them at one point or another within the entire two album spectrum, which is like, I think it's about two hours and 10 minutes. We're like, is this the same band? <laughs> they didn't know. What, the fact that they were referencing Unbelievable by EMF, um, Unbelievable, and like, it's, I mean, how is that the same band from, and like, seriously, three or four different times, someone would be like, are we still listening to the same band? And I was like, we are. We are. And they couldn't even make a coherent album. At least make a jam band album. Exactly, dude. The third track, dude. Listen to the third track again. One of those, one of those songs is straight up boring slippy to me, too. I think it was. A, I think that that was the same track, probably. I just expected it to be like "Dark Boy, Dark Boy, Touching on Angel Boy in the Doorway Boys and What a Lipstick Boys and Teen Old Boys and Sister Summer Come Over, She's Smiling at You, Boy." <laughs> Still better than Stone Roses. Should I keep going? Ooh. <laughs> I like it. the feel and slip, boy. You're on a record, boy. boy, boy. I got a boy, boy. boy, boy. I don't know the words. What's next uh, week, Crowder? Is it boy, boy? <laughs> <laughs> well, next week, next week, we're going to have a movie night. That's right. Mm-hmm. We're doing. And we're uh, going to keep we're we're going to keep going on the 1997 movies. Oh yeah, baby! Jean Van yep. Clam damming it up, dude. I'm, ex- I'm excited about when I'm back. Uh, depending on how things go, to, get, to watch some movies with you guys. I'm. Wait, I get. Robert, I get. Robert, are you not? You're not back for for this one, this movie, right? Um, so we're doing. Oh, we're doing. Are we gonna do Fifth Element this week? We're doing Fifth Element. I thought we we're doing oh, Double my. Team. Are we doing that, that's next month? Oh, that's Is the one fifth for okay. next month. Okay, yeah. yeah. I thought Robert Fifth Element was next yeah, week. I'll, we're doing... I'll try to make it for Fifth Element. I've seen it enough times that I could talk about it. I love that movie. Yeah, so I'll try. we're doing Fifth Element because then we're doing Double Team for the one when you're going to be here, Robert. Is that right? I would love to be there for Double Team. That movie's incredible. Because Robert wanted to do a, a Jean-Claude Van Damme yeah. movie. Not that one. One that I haven't seen that I still think we should watch, but... Uh, but that, that one fits I think I suggested John Claude Van Damme's meta film and Double Team because I think both of those films are incredible. Well, you had you had another one that wasn't his meta film. Uh oh, maybe the one where he's like has to murder people in a hockey rink. There's a lot of good ones. Time oh, Cop, yeah. maybe. Fucking what was no, that, uh, that one? Sudden Death. Sudden Death. It's called right. Sudden Death. Yeah. I remember that yeah, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I remember as a wow. kid, like in Time Cop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen a lot of Van Damme films. <laughs> I picked Double Team because I knew that you wanted Jean Claude Van Damme, and it was a 1997. I was gonna say it fits in the '97 scheme. So Dennis Rodman too, dude. Fuck yeah, yeah. man! Yeah, Trying to pull yeah. off I that keep... uh, fucking uh, Demolition Man look. <laughs> like, was Wesley Snipes trying to be Dennis Rodman, or was Dennis Rodman trying uh, to be Wesley Snipes? Yeah, yeah. We'll never know. <laughs> Is that the egg or the it, chicken question? <laughs> it's fucking, 
Which one's the Daywalker? Uh, <laughs> fuck it, not anymore. Not in the MCU, fool. I got nothing I was going to say. Go to our website. Go to the other stuff. Um, check out the new stuff by R&R and Splattercaster. That's my shit. I hate that name, but it's not written like that. It's, you can't even write it. You can't even write it to look up my electronic stuff. It's so, so hard to find it. It's it kind of done on purpose, but now at this point, it's been like 10 years of that. And it's like, oops, that joke is still it's obscure music nobody wants to listen to it anyway it should be like that that's the joke fuck <laughs> so yeah listen go look that up r and r and splattercaster written with a bunch of stuff or just s double dagger r that's bones go bones fox too dude you just wasn't that just like a little while ago like a month ago november <sighs> we put out Time flies. Album in november oh no didn't you what what's the r the r and r was what we, we released a oh. single last month. Yeah, that's the, that's what I'm talking about. We released a single. The full album comes out on Valentine's. Ah, oh, that's right. So not... I like the single. Week, next week. Ne- next week. You will not like the album as much. <laughs> See you next time on Fifth Element Ball Z. <laughs> uh, yeah, fuck yourself. Toot toot. Sister.